0: Beyond the mic with
1: Sean Dillon.
0: Woo-hoo! We're joined on the starline by co-authors of a new book in search of helping young men expand their worldview by offering 100 dares in the book of dares. Ted Bunch and Anna Marie Johnson Teague want boys to be kind, bold, and brave. We welcome Anna Marie and Ted. Sean.
1: Thank you. Thank
2: you so much.
0: Let's go beyond the mic, Anna. You've been in PR, advertising, and news. Chief Communications Officer for A Call to Men. Why was writing this book with Ted so important for you?
1: Well, I'm also the mom of a 12 year old boy. Uh, Ted and I are both parents, and we're both anti violence educators with the organization A Call to Men. And we noticed a huge gap in the market for content for boys that really speaks to healthy masculinity, healthy relationships, that encourages their authenticity, that helps them develop empathy and emotional literacy, and supports their social emotional learning. And the Book of Dares is written to really help fill that gap, but at the same time being fun and accessible for boys and parents.
0: Ted, you've been teaching men to respect and value women for over two decades. How has the effort changed men for the better?
2: Thank you. Well, um, for the last 20 years, the Call to Men has been working to promote healthy, respectful manhood all around the country and even internationally. And um, we do mostly by challenging the collective socialization of men, never indicting men for being men, but inviting men to do things differently, keeping all the wonderful things there are about manhood, but also challenging some of those things that are harmful not only to women and children, but also to men and boys. And it's the same thing with our boys, that we love um, boys and being a boy is a wonderful thing. Um, and this book of theirs really helps to bring that out of boys even more. Healthy manhood, authenticity, and gender equity. A call to men term the the phrase, uh, the man box, which speaks about the collective socialization of men and how boys are taught to view manhood and what society says it means to be a man. For example... Men and boys are expected to be strong, aggressive, dominating, powerful, and athletic, to be providers, protectors, decision-makers, and leaders. Many of these qualities uh, are wonderful, but what happens if the boy falls short of that? There, boys are often shamed for not being man enough and not being tough enough, and these teachings are reinforcing things we say like, big boys don't cry, man up, stop acting like a girl, and all of those types of things, and these messages are not okay, and it's harmful to boys. And the Book of Dares really helps to promote healthy manhood and authenticity
1: in our boys.
0: Now, I've been wanting to ask this of both of you. Anna Marie first, which of the 100 dares are each of your favorite?
1: Oh, that's such a great one. <laughs> it's so hard to pick, uh, but I do love uh, Dare to Chip in for Equal Pay. And this dare is great because it presents a scenario where a brother and a sister are asked to do dishes for a week. They do the same work. Both of them do a great job. But at the end of the week, we pay the girl $30 and the boy has only paid $27. And I can guess that you know how things go down in that household. Young people have a radar for what's fair, And they immediately identify the bias and speak out. And so this dare is a simple and effective way to talk about a really complicated issue that persists in our society.
2: And. Yeah, and for me, so uh two that come to the surface. One, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll explain one. One is dare to help around the house without a reward. Wouldn't that be nice? And the, the other one is, <laughs> is dare to name three emotions you felt today. And I really like this one because I have a son who just graduated college who I would bounce the dares off of. I have younger children as well. But he really liked this one. He said, Dad, you know, I have to do that more. Dare to name three emotions you felt today. You'd be surprised how many boys and even grown men cannot do this. We've found that when young people talk about something important, the adults in their lives are quick to give opinions and solutions. And even as men, aren't we taught that we want to just kind of get to the bottom line, solve the problem. Well, that also, when we do that with our children, stops them from problem solving and really processing what's going on. So one of the best ways to respond is by asking How did that make you feel? And prompting boys to articulate their feelings builds emotional literacy and helps them process what's going on in their lives. It also sets them up to be better communicators in their personal lives and also in their professional lives later on.
0: My favorite dare of this book is the dare to say, I don't know. Why do you believe that admitting lack of knowledge can help a man grow?
2: This is great. Because we're taught, back to that male socialization, that man box, we're taught that we're supposed to always know the answer and we're not supposed to ask for help. And that asking for help is a sign of weakness. So we want boys to say, I don't know, and to not have any shame about that or to feel like they're... They're they're not lacking anything simply because they don't know. So that's a really important one. We're taught not to be vulnerable, and we pass that down to our boys. We're taught not to show weakness by showing by by um, admitting that we don't know. We're told to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Now we want our kids to to um, be encouraged, and we want them to work hard at the things that they do. But we also want them to ask for help when they need it, or to ask for answers to questions that they don't know the answer to. So. That's why that dare is so important, and I appreciate you bringing that one out.
0: As we go into the future, how can the Book of Dares help men, and in some cases, women, become better people?
1: That's such a great question. You know, you're right. Today especially, we know that our society is in a moment of great transformation. And a lot of the focus is on the evolution of masculinity. And parents of boys are confronted with terms like toxic masculinity, like male privilege. And today, me, I'm the mom of a 12-year-old white boy, white privilege. Uh, and so we have to have conversations about those things. And we know that the headlines are dominated with stories about men behaving badly. But what we want folks to understand, and in in our, our intention behind the Book of Dares is to let folks know that being a boy is a wonderful thing, but we do have to take a close look at our boys' lived experience and what and the messages that they are being bombarded with by culture and by society, by music, by television, by video games. And we have to be really intentional about encouraging their authenticity, about helping them develop empathy, about educating them on healthy relationships and promoting emotional literacy and supporting supporting their growth and their masculinity. I know that for me, authenticity is just one of the it's just a focus, you know, in our household. I want Jack to be all of who he was created to be. I want him to know that he can be tough and strong and kind hearted and expressive. I want him to know that he can love basketball and golf and theater and art. And I want to celebrate all of him, not just the parts that society say are important to his boyhood and ultimately his manhood.
0: Time's running out so it's time for the Rocky Neat. Eight random questions answered with the first thing that comes to your mind. I dare you to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Anna Marie, you'll answer first. There is no pressure. (laughs) Favorite color?
1: Black. Blue.
0: Last person who made you happy?
1: Oh, my son, Jack. Yeah, I'd have to say my youngest son also.
2: We had a good conversation when I left to travel down here to use
0: Favorite smell?
1: Mm. Oh, that's tricky. Coffee. Oh, you beat me. I have a candle called Baltic Amber. That might be my favorite smell.
2: Well when I smell coffee I know it's drink in its neck, so that's why I like it. Have you ever
0: watched <laughs> an eclipse of the sun?
1: No. Yes.
0: Have you ever played the bongos? Yes. Yes. Favorite thing to do to relax.
1: Probably work out. Uh I'd say watch T V probably.
0: Favorite board game.
1: Monopoly. A hundred percent. And I'm a I'm a monster at it. <laughs> Uh, I'd say
2: Monopoly too, but I'm afraid to challenge Anna Marie. Oh, we're playing no, here. We Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> Anna Marie, what piece do you have to pick in Monopoly?
1: Oh, the little, the little Scotty dog, the little dog in the original set. I have nearly all. I have so many different sets, so it depends on which set we're playing with. But I'd go with the little dog. For
0: me, it's always the car. I
1: Disagree with that. I, I, I choose the animal too. <laughs>
0: Ted, favorite moment from your time at Empire State?
2: Oh, wow, at Empire State College. Um, Geez, Uh, being the commencement speaker.
1: Aren't you fancy? I didn't know that. (laughs)
2: That's what the
0: Rocky Nate does, gets people to know things they may not know, like your collection of Monopoly. Anna Marie, what's your uh, best moment from Tulane?
1: That is so incredibly hard. There were so many great memories. I was honored my senior year to be part of the the homecoming course. Uh, Maybe that was a good one.
0: The Book of Dares, written to help men become kind, bold, and brave. We thank Anna Marie Johnson-Teague and Ted Bunch for their time today.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
0: And that,
2: my friends, is Beyond the Mic.